0: locked up what is that you don't you're not a father yet but you have this relationship with jack to where i watch you and it's almost like he is a kid how have you been able to you get tight with a dog but you also have to discipline a dog yeah there's going to be frustrations where you have expectations of his performance level to where whether you're he's not at that level yet but you want him to be um how how are you handling that as a man now because you want to be in love with the dog and you're Mm going to be he's your best friend and you've showed that whether it's social media or our friendship i've seen how close you are with him but how do you know like hey am i disciplining him enough am i getting on him too much but i love
1: him but i gotta get in you know what i'm saying i actually text brad a lot this trainer same trainer trains axel um i text him a lot like he's been doing something lately he sits and then he chooses a side to sit on i'm like whatever i didn't know was a problem chat or brad was the one that was like Dude, if you do, if he does that, he's going to have a hip problem. So do this, make him sit regular. So that's like a new thing that he always did as a puppy that I'm just trying to make him not have hip problems. But overall, he's kind of screwed up to where it's like, oh, dude, you're too good now. Like you just showed me how good you are. So anytime you mess up, I'm going to be harder on you now. So I don't know. He just sometimes when he's lazy or sometimes when he's just not going, give him one of those nicks and he gets right in line but i've been hard as hell on that dog but then everybody gets and people have seen it they see me grab him by the neck pull him out of the pool when he's not supposed to be in there and make him sit and i get firm with him sit right there you're not moving for 10 minutes and he sits there and then he realizes oh i wasn't supposed to jump in this pool without asking permission because then at some point people are like oh no what's the big deal well then you have a wet ass dog that goes and gets on your couches and shit because because I let him do whatever he wants, except for stuff like that, where it's like, you can't do this. I just pick particular things unless I tell you. So I'm hard on him and people have seen that, but then get, people get around and they're like, dude, he's the best dog ever. yeah, And he's so good. So I just pick and choose and then I'll text Brad like, hey man, should I be hard on him about this? Or just, he's like, nah, just let him go.
0: Do you ever find yourself feeling guilty at all when you get when you get hard on him? I know you're doing it for his own good, but you also have this relationship with him to where people... They know how close you are with this dog. Well, a lot of people have this misconception that everything's just lovey-dovey, and a dog. No, and you, no, want a well, no. you want a well, you want a well-mannered gentleman as yeah. a male dog. You know, you don't want a dog that just goes and runs and jumps into the pool. That that pool owner might not have like. He might have hurt a kid or whatever. Yeah, right?
1: and then or he can't get out. If the pool that he doesn't know and he can't get out of the damn thing, and It's dangerous to him. at yeah. some point you're going to die. Point. Um, no, I mean, I, there's sometimes where I'm, I'm like, ooh, I took that one a little too far. Where I like hit him on the neck too hard or something like that i've disciplined the shit out of my dog i don't beat him but i discipline the hell out of him so there's been a few times i'm like oh man that sucked but i think i think you should have to have a dog before you have a kid people sometimes people are like oh it's harder to have a dog no it's not it's hard to have a kid you can't put your kid in a kennel and leave for eight hours um but i think it's trained me to like damn okay you you love them but you discipline them for reasons and and uh it gives you a responsibility, too. If I'm out at, and I left him in his kennel at 6 and I'm going out of the town with the boys, we're going to the bars, um, I want to be home by 1. Like, I'm not going to stay out till 5 because then my dog's been in his kennel for 11 hours. So, like, I, I have a limit where I leave him in there for, I think, 6, 7 hours and I got to get home. So there's been I was just going like to go that.
0: into that is how much has Jack disciplined you as far as not just, you know, not staying out all night with the boys, but mentally your emotions like how have you changed as a man in the last year and a half now like are you getting more understanding are you are you more patient than you've ever been are you what have you learned
1: yeah for sure um yeah and i'm definitely more patient because i'm like i don't know you just see this dog do these things and and you know how awesome he can be and then sometimes he's not doing it it's like okay instead of like damn this dog what's wrong with you it's like well, it was probably me to be honest, and that flipped my way of thinking. Even with people, it's like, all right, why is this person acting like this? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna not respond right away because they just pissed me off, whether they said something or whatever. Just just an example. If they text you something, um, which just happened with a friend a while back, I'm like, and by the end of it, I texted him a few days later. I said, Hey, here's why that pissed me off. Um, but what you said, wasn't bothered me how you came at me. That's not something I'm going to deal with. Like, you're not going to say that you're not going to talk to me like that. And if you do, that's cool, but we're not going to be communicating ever again. Like I'm cool with you no longer being in my life because of how you, how you came at me like that. And and that's a line in the sand for me. That's something I probably wouldn't have done without the help of learning this dog's changed a lot in me for real. Yeah. You learn to be a different person because you learn like, all right, how do I deal with this a different way? Cause it's probably my fault more than it is the dog's fault. So if you can flip that also to humans, like you and I start going at it. Um, there's probably something that I did to flip something in you. If you snap on me, like it's, it's not always, I don't know. I just think you look inwardly more to to figure stuff out we had that con- we touched on
0: that over a year ago now dang it's been a while since i've had you on the show but we talked about ghosting you know you just said you but you went to that friend and you said hey if you come at me like that
2: yeah
1: ghosting,
0: i'm not going to do i'm not going to have you as part of my life you can yeah. text me as much as you want you're not going to get a response it's anymore so like what you just made what you just said chase is like it makes me think of like when i've come to you before and i'm like hey have you heard from so-and-so he won't he won't hit me back anymore. My mind automatically goes to I'm a people pleaser. I want everybody to be happy. But I have been that guy that could come at a friend in the wrong way where I want to continue to get better as a person, too. Yeah. So I've come to you as a friend. I'm like, hey, dude, what's up with your boy? He won't hit me back anymore. And you're like, look, yeah,
1: that if could they, also won't, be them they won't, they won't. Right. Yeah. That could also just be them, too. Like, I don't know all the scenarios, but like I know when you were coming at me at the beginning, now that I know you, anything you say. Like you, I was wearing a different gear at one point i'm not going to say it or i had a bag that was a different gear or something you're like bro it has to be banded it's like if you just said that without me knowing you i'd have been like
2: you you're out pay of me to
1: wear your stuff no it's not going to just be that like that's how this works right um but now that i know you i'm like oh dude. so we just give each other shit. um but if you did that to somebody else they may take it differently i don't know i haven't talked to this person you're talking about but at the same time, like you said, you're a people pleaser. So am I. Like, if I'm not getting something back, like, that's a bit disrespectful to me. Like, if we're friends, I mean, yeah. I should merit a response. Um, And at that point, it's kind of the same mindset. All right. This person don't want me in their life. Cool. I don't, have I don't you, have you
0: Have you got to the point in your life now, Chase, and I want to keep I want to stay on Jack, but have you gotten on the point now to where you're like. I'm cool without it. Like, if you yeah. don't want me in your life, I've accepted that. That's what I need to get better at. I need to yeah. accept that when people do that. Like, hundred percent.
1: It's not easy to do. And there's still times where you spin your wheels like, don't even respect me. Like what? <laughs> and But at the, at the end of the day, I, I think, honestly, through this music and how, well, I'm sure we'll get to that, but. The dog's been a huge part of, part of it. Um, just getting older is a big part of it and maturing and figuring out what you like and who you are more. But through this music that actually helped me, like when you're doing something you love and you realize you're in a place in your life, like, damn, I, this is me now. And I'm using music a, as an example. Cause that's probably the biggest part of my life that's become me over the last year and a half. Um, but when you can be completely cool with yourself, you can look at other people and be like, you know what? That's on them. And I'm cool with that. So you're saying
0: that you've learned to love yourself through this last couple of years of your life through Jack and through whether it's the songwriting or the lyric you're learning. Your lyrics are probably going to showcase that. Yeah, but yeah, Chase yeah. Rice is learn because you hear that you can't love somebody unless you love yourself. Well, yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean to love yourself? You don't want to because what I see in you, this is a, a, a it's it's not a pet peeve of mine with people, but I don't like when people. Critique or become critical of somebody without being in their shoes or knowing them yeah. so like one of the rumors of chase rice back in the day was that he's arrogant, right? Yeah. That's what I would hear and I'm like, dude I've known this man for two years now and I've never seen you be arrogant to anybody I was you're you're quite the opposite to where sometimes I think you let your guard down too much around yeah. people And I hear that about myself too like hey yeah. people are are trying to use you for stuff But you know what I'm saying like you'll walk yeah. into any room like you did here yesterday and you give everybody a chance to become your friend when you very easily could be like guarded. Yeah, I'm, I'm worn out. People are coming at me all the time, whether it's media or management or labels or whatever. And then when people see Chase Rice, the first thing they want to do is get a picture, get an autograph, do this. So it's like you got to have a you have to have some kind of boundary of like who does get to be close to Chase Rice because you seem like you give everybody a chance and you're very open with everybody. Oh, here's my yeah. cell phone number. It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like it you love yourself so much that you put it out there and give everybody a chance. Now, like you're, you're really open with people to where you're, you're, you don't seem as guarded as somebody with all your number one hits, your songwriting, writing accolades, your music career. you you're, you're very open with everybody. Or am I ignorant for thinking that you should be more closed off? Cause my good friend, Chad Mendez, who became a superstar in MMA, he goes into the room the same way. Really? He's open with everybody. Here's my cell phone number. Call me. And I'm like, that's not how celebrity supposed to yeah. work.
1: I think you pick and choose for sure. Um, But, yeah, it's hard because sometimes – and a lot of it was before was how much I was drinking. Like, you get drinking, you're like, ah, whatever, we're cool, we're best buds. And then you get the the conversation a month later, you get a text from that person like, who the hell is this? (laughs) Now, through being sober last summer – that changed a lot of like now I'm trying not to, first of all, drink to disappear. So when I'm in there, I'm just drinking socially. I could I could be the same dude if I wasn't drinking and I have been. So that that changes a lot. And it allows you to really clearly see who you're talking to. Like if I'm talking to somebody and they're shithead, I'm going to pretty quick be like, no, nah, not this person. But if I'm um, you know, just in this room, like last night we were sitting here writing songs till one in the morning with somebody who's not a songwriter. And I'm like, what's his, uh, the Danny, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. I was with Danny and Danny and all of a sudden it's just him and I, and all of a sudden he throws out this idea. I'm like, damn, that's a good idea. I think I'm more confident in myself than I've ever been to where I'm like, Oh, I'll only write with these songwriters. Like why? If I'm great at what I do, I don't need these other writers all the time in the room. We can start something with somebody who's openly saying, dude, I'm not a songwriter, but here's an idea I have. Um, that's something I wouldn't have been open to years ago. Um, and I don't think it was always an arrogance. I think it was, first of all, I'm just confident in who I am. That's just Should how be. I was raised. That's who I am a little bit. And if you got a problem with that, that's, that's your problem, not mine. Um, but I'm not trying to do it in a cocky way. I just believe in myself and especially with how I'm living my life these days. Like I know my problems. I know my issues. I'm working on them. I also know the positive things about me that I, I want to continue to hammer on so I can. How do you know them real quick? Do you, are you in therapy? Yeah, I've done therapy for me too 10 years now. So therapy um, is something that you're not
0: afraid to admit that
1: you do. Hell no. It's awesome. right? I think it's huge. I've done rehab twice. I've done therapy. Um, and now, like, I remember the lady that I was with for a long time. She was like, you're not going to be doing this forever sometimes i think some people should sometimes but you've got to take those things you learn and apply them to real life and that's what i'm kind of talking about here walking into a room like i don't want to sit here and walk in a room and think i'm the man like there's other people artists and for what i do in my career wise like that are way better than me but for the first time in my life i think this is maturity therapy just you know facing yourself to where you can realize like okay they are better than me cool that doesn't take away from me. I'm still giving it hell and giving the best that I can possibly give. And I got to a place in life where I wasn't trying to, Oh, they're better than me. Now I got to go try to be that because I, if I try to be that, I'm going to be just a shittier version of that. Does
0: social media make that tough for you when you're constantly seeing, I, I got the off accolade? of social media oh, because of that,
1: because of that, you start comparing yourself to everybody. You start seeing comments that don't matter at the end of the day. It's like, this person doesn't know who I am at all. Why would I listen to them? um so I, getting off of that was huge for me um i'm back on it now posting stuff but i don't go read comments i don't see anything you've disciplined yourself
0: to stay away from the yeah. comments or now do you troll though and see what other artists are doing to see well how did they get that sponsor or where they're nah. selling
1: out this many like you don't you con- naturally want to um but no i stay Does away it from the-
0: on you though does it weigh on you in a city to where everybody can kind of have that that same opportunity? And you've had unbelievable success. I mean, you wrote one of the biggest country songs, Cruise, in the last two decades. It's probably the biggest radio hit in country music history or one of them. Yeah. I don't know what it is well, or where it, it stands, but it, you're part of this. But, do, like, with your success, do you still find it hard
1: to accept others' success, or are you a cheerleader? Now I'm a cheerleader. You still have that competitive side of you, like, oh, damn, but. You overpower that with, you know what? No, nah, I'm not letting that take over. That's a thought that just entered my head. Cool. No problem. Let it go. Um, and I'm talking about the, I'm jealous of this person. I, I see what they're doing. I want to do that. Like, that just hurts yourself, in my opinion. And it, it, I, I all that all the way back to college football. My sophomore or senior year, when I got hurt the year before, I wasn't playing any. Obviously, my ankle snapped in half. Bruce Carter takes over. He takes my job the next year because I can't play the same. And he just had a year of learning. He was a way better athlete than me. Looking back now, I'm like, I fucked up. Like, I should have been there the whole year that I was hurt coaching him up, helping him be better. But I was so insecure that he was going to take my job that all I was focused on was him taking my job. Guess what? He took my job. If I'd have been in there helping him, there's Jalen Hurts is a great example of that. He's about to be in the Super Bowl. Um, And. He was that guy. He did it right. He took his job and Jalen sat sat back. And then all of a sudden Jalen comes back in and helps him win a national championship because he wasn't pouting on himself. When I'm watching too much of what other people are doing um, and focused on them, that's that's me being selfish, in my opinion. Even if it's music like music, I did that with FGL. I'm like, fuck, how do I get some of that success? Because they were my roommates and I helped them write one of their biggest songs um i'll be the first guy to admit that song didn't make them they had other songs that were ready to go and their albums and who they were as artists made them i was one small small part of that now i can look at it and right now you got zach bryan blowing up morgan wallen blowing up hardy's blowing up i'm jamming to their songs i'm like happy as hell for them i don't even know zach but his shit's awesome yeah really um so you know, the younger version of me would have looked at that and been like, oh, OK, that's working. That's cool. How do I get, be a part of that? Now I'm sitting here like, you know what? I know the record that I just made. Doesn't sound like that. Doesn't sound like that. Not on purpose, just because we made we focus on what makes me the best. And, and then you can focus on other people and look at other people and just be like, man, that's sick. And I know they're badass at that. They're better at me than that. But they're not better at me than what I just I'm about to put out because nobody could put that out because that's my very best and that's the most me thing on this planet. I know they couldn't do that because I just did it. You just did it. And I just did it the only way that I can do it. They can't be me. I can't be them. It's that's what makes you the best in my opinion.
0: And I would assume with some of the individuals you just met, you run with these guys. I mean, yeah. it's out there in social you media, all the you were just hanging out with Morgan. I'm sure they react to when they hear your stuff, they're happy for you too.
1: Yeah, you'd have to ask them. I don't know.
0: They haven't come to you and said, uh, Morgan, I've talked a lot. You about send earnest. your record out. Do you send your record out to people and get their opinion,
1: or do you let um, them find it on their own? I let them find it on their own, unless it's like friends here, like Casey Nelson from Jack Daniels. I sent him part of my record. I think, yeah. Uh, I don't know, just people that I trust and I know that you know that that would want to hear it. I send it to people who would want to hear it. Like I'm not going to sit here and hey, Morgan, check out my record. Him and I just talk in person, and we're just like, he's like, dude, I'm fired up for your album, man. It's cool to see how how into your music you are. Cause he's never seen me like that. We were just buddies before. Now he sees it as damn, like he's doing something. Um, Ern's the same way. Earn hits me up last week. Although we have the record coming out the same day. So he was like, you bet your ass I'm posted about your album. I said, I'm giving yours respect, buddy. Like we're, we're supporting each other. That's awesome. When you man. have that, it's really cool. Um, but he's hit me up about, he sent me his album and I sent him mine. And, and that was just a supportive, like, Hey man, I want to see what you're doing. Cause we respect each other as people and as artists. Um, so it depends on who it is to send it out, but I'll send it out to random people here and there
0: with everything you're talking about with Jack and the patience and growing as a human being and as a man, you're a good looking dude. You're in your thirties, you're successful and you're single. <laughs> Where do you think you go now? Female wise next time, or do you have a whole new approach and idea and thought process and ideology of like when you said, I think everybody before they have kids should own a dog. Mm -hmm. Well, I've always said, I wish I'd had my daughter before I ever dated because it's taught me about a woman and how to love a woman and to, to, to see their faults, but to be patient with them and to know that someday my daughter is going to be that girl that's getting broken up with, or hopefully being treated very well by a man and not with a player Mm -hmm. and not with somebody that I could have been when I was 20 years old. Yeah, so my daughter been that guy. Yeah, and I my daughter I look at a listen now and I'm like, "Oh my gosh. This isn't karma. yeah This is freaking showing me that man, I can grow as a person. So where are you at mm-hmm. mindset wise of a lady coming into your life? You have a whole new approach on 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 women and or like how do you describe your life? Are you going to stay single because you don't trust women either? What's
1: going nah, on there? No nah, hell no. That's not a mindset for for me. That's not even a thought that I've had. Um at the same time, it is it is hard to, you know, it's hard to see. I don't. I don't think it is actually that hard. It's it's pretty easy to see what their reasoning is sometimes. Um, but for me, I know one thing that I want, and I like. I talk to God all the time. I'm like, hey, this is where I'm at. If it's wrong, you need to put it on me to change it because this is where it is for me. I'm just being straight up with you, God. Like, if I have the wrong mindset here, change it then. But I, I sit there and say, like, hey. Here's what I want. I want what this situation is. Doesn't matter. Walk in a room, see her, whatever. Uh, get introduced to her. But I have my heart has to hit the floor um, with the feeling of boom, boom. Who in the hell is that? OK, you start talking to him and then it, t- this is a dream situation, but it's what I want. So why would I sell myself short of anything other than that? Um, Talking to him and I've, I've seen this happen with my buddy who bench Seats about. Um, he, I seen him over Christmas and he's with his fiance now who's just became his fiance. And he's like, bro, there is no question. Like, I don't have fear of her going out with her friends. There's no jealousy involved. Um, and people could sit there and say, oh, bullshit. Yeah. Tell him not to do it. It's going to turn around. Like, nah, I know him. And now I know her, they're perfect for each other. That's what I desire. That's what I want. And I don't know what that looks like as far as your qualities. I know for a fact that you have to have your own thing going like you can't just be be, be, no leeching onto me and my success i want to cheer you on and and have you see does she
0: have to be from the south chase rice hell no no
1: (laughs) no you you would take a west
0: coast girl or a midwest wisconsin girl
1: i
2: just doesn't matter. my thing
1: is you can be from italy for all i care (laughs) if i walk into the room or we meet or whatever my heart hits the floor and to me that's that's the holy spirit talking to you like damn something's different about this one why and for me I believe in God it's like if you're putting that on me that's what I want I want to be able to see her heart hit the floor who is that she's different this is different how she's making me react is different in positive ways um how she makes me feel is different and I understand feelings go away but if you even have the thought "Mm, I'm not sure about this one it's probably not right at least for me anyway um, and then my buddies that I've seen and guys that I look up to who have successful marriages, who have successful relationships, these are the guys that I look up to, not the shitheads that are running around doing what I'm doing right now, and which is going and having the best time of my life. And that's where I'm at right now, and I've had also people say, well, you're not going to find her if you're doing that. It's like, well, I'm learning shit along the way, too, while I'm doing that. I'm learning, damn, okay, I'm doing this all the time because I'm lonely as hell. So so stop doing it, or at least slow down on doing it. When I'm talking about like going to the bar, finding random girls here and there, like half the time it's because you're lonely. It's your lonely as shit, and you're looking for somebody to affirm who you are, and I understand that's a terrible, terrible thing to do. It's just not a healthy place to be. At least I understand that. I'm not sitting here dumb thinking I'm doing these things. So no matter how much you learned to love
0: yourself, you're telling me that you still get lonely absolutely. and you have to have affirmation. Absolutely.
1: and. A lot of that's in an unhealthy way, but I don't think that's, way, I, I, don't think that's
0: I don't think that's a negative, though. I think that I think that loneliness breeds darkness and loneliness is not bad. Hmm. Darkness is not bad. It Depression can go too far
1: for sure. It can.
0: But. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but to me, it's like you're, you're you you are admitting that you are lonely, even though you are who you are. Like even the the like, OK, let's let's stick with the country music deal. Morgan could be saying the same shit. You don't know that he's not feeling that in his mind. As successful as mm-hmm. he's getting, guarantee it. He's he could probably be like, dude, I go dark because I'm so lonely.
1: Yeah, and I don't know that'd be more. No, that's what but- I'm saying
0: though is that it could it could be anybody in your shoes. When yeah. the world thinks, the world assumes Chase Rice has everything that he wants and he's got it all figured out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I people probably do think that, and that's so far from true. Like I go through some serious dark times. I go through some serious lonely loneliness, and a lot of that's self induced. Like if I'm drinking and on a bender for three weeks straight and I'm going hard. All right. I got at some point it collapses and I, and, and I'm going after these women, going after these girls at some point it all collapses because it comes down and I'm sitting by myself one morning and I'm like, Oh God, like, what have I been doing? Why am I doing it? Why am I running? What am I running from? And that usually leads to, all right, you did this to yourself again, pick your shit up. Go sit in that chair, drink your coffee, open your Bible. And I'm not sitting here beating a Bible over people's heads. People would be shocked probably that, oh, my God, he believes in God. Well, look at all this stuff he's done. (laughs) That's why I know how much I need God. Um, And that, for me, is something that I don't think people see that I do every morning. I do it right here a lot with this thing open, especially when I'm on these trips in in this Airstream. Um, I take that time for myself because, and I took this time for this trip because I know I'm hanging out with guys who are good influence on me. I know I'm not being a shithead running around in Nashville doing things that I shouldn't be doing, um, or on the road doing things I shouldn't be doing. I know I have tour coming and I want good people around me who I can have good conversation with. Cause I know that makes me a better man. Um, so there's the fall always leads to, for me so far, all right, pick it back up, get it together get your mind right and then even the last few weeks that's happened where I know tour's coming I got to get it together I've done my thing I've I've had my fun this off season in the winter when you're lonesome tired you're going out too much you're partying um, let's get it together let's pick yourself back up let's start doing your things in the morning your, your time with God your time with yourself um and that changes my that day completely okay that felt awesome let's do it again tomorrow I'll see you back here again this this time tomorrow and I get in that pattern of health. And doing healthy things. Um, and that's a cycle that you just gotta keep learning from. Like last year I learned a lot. I know now, this year, okay, can I do this? Can I stop drinking and partying so much? Like that's taking me down this dark path that leads to loneliness and isolation. Yeah, I know I can. I did it last year when I was in a way worse place. And now it's almost like you jump back into the pit with yourself and you're like, Why'd you just jump into this pit with me? Like, why'd you just jump in? Now we're both stuck in here talking about with yourself it's like well because i've been in this hole before i know how to get out that's one of my favorite things that there's stories that i've heard of you know people saying you yeah that situation right there like if i'm in a dark place you jump into the hole i'm like damn why'd you do that now we're both stuck in here you look at me and you say because i've been in this hole before i know how to get out and that is where i'm at now to where i'm like man you know what um I know how to get out of this hole, you know, and that's where I'm at. Even right now, as we're talking, I've been going on some dark roads. All right. Pick it back up because you've got an album to go promote. You've got a niece to love on. you got a nephew to love on. you got Jack there waiting for you. you got your mom. you got your brothers. You have a lot to be thankful for. you got a lot to be thankful which for. Which is easy
0: to forget when you're chasing and you get out of your
1: lane mm-hmm. and you pay attention to somebody else. You're chasing alcohol, women, drugs, whatever it is. That leads to very, very lonely, lonely roads. And I don't think people know that I recognize that if they do, if they don't, they do now.
0: When you I I know you say you don't want to beat somebody over with the Bible, but how important is your faith to you for people to know that you have it? Like, I'm not saying that you're going to go out and recruit. I'm not saying that you're Mm -hmm. going to go out and even have a talk with me or like because I've been paying attention to it a lot more. I'm a baptized Catholic. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time down in the south, so I'm around a lot of people that that hold hold the Lord and Jesus Christ, the son in the highest regards. Do you want it to be known to people when you find this girl? Do you want her to be a woman of faith? Does she have to be a woman of faith? Do you want to run in a circle where people believe as strongly as you do, or do you keep it so personal that it, it only amounts to what you're getting out of your personal communication and relationship with the man upstairs?
1: No, I think it has to be out there and open. I think I have to do a better job of, showing that side of me and talking that side of me um which I'm getting better at yeah I mean one of your biggest lines of one of your biggest hits in the last two years is sitting here drinking beer talking God amen
0: so that's what you do right let's let us you
1: are I know that that's just a lyric but you are talking to him a lot yeah a hundred percent and I I think people who don't know me can see me and hear this you know whatever their preconceived notion of me is like you said arrogance before um and that's fine but my And I'm not going to go out of my way to try to change your opinion of me. I am going to go out of my way for myself to try to just become a better guy and stop being the shithead sometimes that I know I can be um, and just try to be the best version of myself. For me, that's very important that that's going to have to be a huge part of that relationship for sure. It's going to have to be open. She's going to have to hold me accountable, but she's going to she's going to know the truth. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here and say, hey, you know what? You know, I'm a changed man now. No, here's what, here's my deal. I struggle with these things. You know that, obviously. Um, As the woman that's going to be my life, she's going to know that 100% because I'm not going to sit here and lie to her and about my past and I've been this angel boy. Nah. I've been the opposite of that, but I'm thanking God so much that you're in my life now. That's what I long for. How
0: much is her past going to play in that before you thank God for her being in your life? Are you the, no, are you the nosy type that has to know her past too? Or do you want somebody that's just open with you about their past? Cause that always comes up, you know, that always yeah. comes up. So how, how are you, are you past that point as a man to where uh, she's been married four times? What if you don't find that out until you've already had your heart on the floor and now all of a sudden you're down that road, but then you find that out? Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that can happen without complete transparency and clarity from the very first word that's said in the conversation.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, that's just a scenario. Are you you a guy that
0: needs to know the past right away?
1: No, I want to get to know you first before I really get to know your past, I think. But what if that past makes you judge her in a different way after you already really like her for getting to know her? I think you can tell, for the most part, somebody's heart. You can tell their heart. Like you don't have to know the details of their past. You can tell who the at least a little bit of who they are and their heart of a person. Have you
0: ever met a girl with that heart that you regret not having that heart in your life anymore? Um, or have you been on such a merry-go-round and it's such a such just this whole just I'm I'm building this career and I'm in Nashville that you haven't slowed down long enough to even get to know them on that level?
2: Yeah.
1: No, I I got. I mean, I've only had probably five girlfriends in my life, like. You know, real, real girlfriend. Um, I would say every single one of them, I'm happy for who they're with. Um, I'm happy with how their lives are going. Like I don't look at it and think, oh damn, the one that got away. Um, I do look at it as there's a couple I can look at and be like, yeah, I could have spent the rest of my life with that person, but I wasn't ready for that. So as cool as that thought is and as great as that person was. I would have screwed it up back then and I cuz I know where I was. So I the best thing that I did was step away from it because I knew it would it problems were coming if I'd have kept going down that road with that person and they wouldn't have deserved those problems. Um now like I said that's not necessarily regret. That's more for me. Yeah, that person's an amazing person. Love that person to death, but they were better off going their own way because I wasn't I wasn't in the right place in the right time to be with that person, to give them what they needed, much less what I needed. They they would have never been able to give me what enough because I wasn't in that place in my life. So I don't I don't regret those relationships and how they ended.
0: Do you think that you are in a place right now mentally as a man that can kick off this tour you're getting ready to, which is going to be very successful from. Is it March until September?
1: March until September. And then something else will happen after that, after elk season. Could you? Be- <laughs> I, I tour, I schedule my tour around elk <laughs> season like and now ducks. That's,
0: I liked it. Um, <laughs> can you have a girlfriend and then go on that tour and know that your heart hit the ground and go to these cities and live the chase li- rice lifestyle, the after parties, the bus life? I know that there's got to be discipline. Mm-hmm, you yeah, got to be, be working out. You're going to sure. be drinking coffee. You're reading the Bible. Can you chase rice? meet a girl and be a hundred percent faithful knowing the lifestyle that comes with what you do, because it's a special lifestyle, but there's a
1: lot of parts that test you a hundred percent. I would have to change a lot of the lifestyle. Um, I've met girls in cities that are, that we're still friends to this day and I, I love talking to them. If I go to that city, I'll still see them. Sometimes some of them I won't when I'm happy for them. I've met a lot of women doing what I do. Um, and a lot of them have been, actually amazing relationships as friends that's a problem though all of a sudden you get in there you got a girl on this side like you can't even entertain the thought of well you know what we could just be friends again like no if that if i have that happen and that moment happens where someone enters my life that i'm in love with and i'm really seriously going down that road with them of of headed towards marriage um i would have to change a lot of rules and i can't do it alone i've got the band the crew Tour manager who's an awesome guy who would I would have to sit there and sit him down and be like, Hey, here's a new set of rules. If I start breaking off these rules, you grab me by the throat, put me back on that bus, and say, No, here's what we talked about. Um, and they wouldn't, it would be a whole new set of rules that I would have to be disciplined on that they would have to help me be disciplined on. Um, and another part to that is I've had some relationships that eight months go down the road, you're like, Oh, I guess I am dating this person now. Eight months. It's like, you should have known that seven months ago. Um, Now I understand, like, that's not cool, man. You're just dragging somebody along at that point. So if I'm going to look you square in the eye and be like, yep, this is on right now. It's you and me. Let's go. Um, That's not going to happen unless I'm very, very serious about it. What advice could
0: you, listening to your advancement in life and your maturity and how you're you're disciplined, you want to become a better man. And Mm. it's cool that you're doing it in your 30s. You know, that's a good age to do it because you could easily keep running and you hear stories of country music stars that didn't learn it until they were, it was probably too late. But yeah. what advice could you give me, Chase, knowing my girlfriend, Anna, my ex-girlfriend, uh-huh. knowing what you saw in us? We were awesome together without getting sappy. What if I came to you and said that was the one that I knew would never cheat? I would never do anything on her. We finished each other's sentences. We were tight. We had so much in common. We would call each other just to sing eight nineties country. We just sing Joe Diffie together, right? We got each other. We come up in the same air. We're close to the same age. We hunt dogs, everything. What advice would you give a man to make it right? You're from the South. She's from the South. She's from right below you in Georgia. Oh. Is there anything that you could tell me as my friend to where, hey, if you want it, Do you go chase it? Do you give them space? Do you, what do you do? To show them, like, hey, something happened, but it's not us. Like, that's not us. We can do, we can fight for this. Like, do you fight for love? Because now I'm thinking of you going down this road with this girl you meet with this lifestyle you have. And what if it does end? Because then that's another part of life that you have to react to. And are you, re- mm. I wasn't ready for this. Like, I'm a tough dude, I think. Like, I could go out and survive in the wilderness if I have to. And then I'm like, this hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Like, oh my God, dude, my, all the air in my balloon has been
1: let out. Uh You know what I'm saying?
0: So you're going to have to prepare for that too. Cause even when you meet them, there's a chance that something freaking goes away. It may or may not be in your control. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I mean, without knowing the full situation, um, I would first, first of all, if I'm going to put myself in those shoes, I'm not going to be thinking about that. Like, Oh fuck. What if, what if she's amazing? What if it goes South? I've, you know, I even just had a girl that I was talking to where I was like, damn, i hadn't felt that in a minute within two days it was gone because i made it go away because i knew and i saw stuff that happened that i was like nope i'm not allowing that into my life as much as the feelings just showed up and damn she's cool she's out because she just crossed the line right away and i'm not going to put up with that and i don't need to get in the scenario but um for me it's like if you put all your eggs into somebody else's basket you you got nothing else to give them like there's nothing that you can give them that they, they need at that point. Like you have to fulfill yourself first and you can't force them into loving you. Like, I don't know the scenario, all the details, but you can't force them. You've got to be, and I think it's attractive to somebody else to have your own thing. Like, you know what? Damn, this just wrecked me. All right but I still know who I am. I still love myself as a person. I still love that person. But if you're not in go on. And that's what my dad always said. And he's been gone for a long time, but he always, and I I always heard it, but I never applied it to my life. Cause there was a few girls that kind of wreck you at that moment when I was younger and you become, I became obsessive. I became like, what the hell are they doing? You be, You become an asshole. And you're not focusing on yourself anymore. You're focused on how do I get this person back? How do I get this person back?
0: That's what I was doing wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can't force somebody in my experiences so far. I can't force. You know what? If you're going, see ya.
0: But maybe if you do what you just said and you work on yourself and you love yourself enough to work on yourself, that might become attractive to that person again. And that might even be one of the reasons why they do what
1: they did. They might know that change needs to be made. Yeah. And I, like I said, I don't know the, I, I know for a fact though, if you're confident in yourself and, and you're willing to let somebody go, that should be the case in any healthy relationship, in my opinion. And you know what? I love you to death, but you're not my whole world. And a lot of people would disagree with that. If you're too much, if you, if somebody's too much of your own world, they can't handle that. Like they can't handle. All that you giving them, giving you all the happiness, them giving you all the joy, like you got to find that from some other from some other places, whether it's hunting, whether it's God, whether it's kids um, like my niece and nephew and stuff like they give me happiness that no matter what this person does, if they leave, I've still got it. You still got it. Um, And I that's uh, that's attractive to people like you cannot drag people down with them. You relying on them for all your happiness and joy. It, that's too much pressure for somebody, I think.
0: So you to answer my question to help me, you're saying be yourself, work on yourself, mm-hmm. don't pressure them, which I don't. Yeah. I but don't. without you knowing the whole story, you you were surprised when you heard it. There's not been mm-hmm. one person that wasn't surprised. That's what's weird about the situation, where most of the time your boys would be like, Oh yeah, you finally, you know, <laughs> we yeah. knew that wasn't right. <laughs> Everybody's been like, like Casey. Damn, really? Casey's like, what? Yeah. Because we were just with him at barbecue in October. Yeah. 15 days before this happened, 20 days before this happened. And she's he's like, you no way you've got to be kidding me. It's those kind of reactions that make you think, dang it, everybody saw what I was seeing. Yeah. So do I try to fight for it because it was so right? Or do you do what you're doing? And you're just like, hey. If you're not in with me, then I got to keep working on myself and I'm going to go on and, and keep trying to build these brands and be happy hunting. I mean, I'm still happy. It's not like you came here and I'm sitting here like in yeah, a dark yeah. room going chase. I know you're here, but I'm I'm not going to be that guy.
1: To me, that's your only option.
0: But it's just to grow. Keep growing.
1: Yeah, because if you I don't, she's probably going through something that you can't fix. And I don't know what that is, Um. But to me, that's the only option you have. Like, I mean, you make it very clear. I I would suggest making it very clear. Here's what I want. If you're not there. I wish you the best of luck in what you're doing, because this is what I want. And if you can't, if you're not willing to do that, then do what you got to do. I don't even know if it's necessarily like i'll be here waiting for you you got to go live your life yeah you can't wait on somebody else to get their shit together
0: when you're working on yourself though is chase rice if this happens to you do you date other women is that part of working on yourself or is that false pretense of like you need that when you really don't
1: i think a lot of times you
0: said you get lonely
1: yeah i think a lot of no i don't think that's actually smart i think a lot of times people are like get over to get over them you got to get under somebody else um no, I don't. I if you're not ready, if if you're just going on a date to go on a date, I mean, I guess maybe that could turn into something good. So I I don't say you shouldn't do it if you really, hey, you know that person seems interesting. Yeah, hell yeah, go on a date. But I don't I don't necessarily. I wouldn't go on dates just to just to do it. Like just oh fuck, I got to do this again tonight. Like I would suggest, to be honest, getting your shit together with your, with your boys more than anything. Like have you yeah, have men around but you. But no that matter are good what influences. I've done,
0: there's no getting over Anna. That sounds cliche. That's yeah. a song. No getting over Anna. But <laughs> there, there's that's it's cliche as hell, right? Chase Rice. But it's like my mindset now. It's like. I have, yeah. a, I have an amazing blessing. I'm sitting here with Chase Rice. I'm sitting here with Jack Daniels, and I have a relationship with him. We get to go hunting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to start your tour. I get to go to a couple of concerts this year, but I'd rather go with Anna.
1: Yeah. Because she Damn. went to
0: him with me before, you know, with Les and all. So it's like there's no getting over Anna, so you can sit here until you're blue in the face and tell me, work on yourself, and that's what I'm doing. Does she know that? I don't
1: know. I don't know. She needs to know that without you saying, hey, so here's how I feel. This is what I want. I can't get over you. Let's fix it. Like she just needs to know how you feel without you saying, you know what? And that's just how I feel. I'm not asking for anything. I just want you to know. And you keep doing what you got to do. Or if you're willing to, yeah, let's go. Let's try. But I don't know if she's willing or not. I, that's I don't what think, you think she and is,
0: her. but that's what's hurt even more. Like, you don't know. Like, is that part of a man's psyche of where you said, um, you know, you got to know what they're doing and and what, you know, and then you made a comment like, well, maybe she's going through something that you couldn't help her with and you don't know what she's doing. But the mind, when it goes dark and loneliness yeah, and all bad. that, you're sitting there going, well, of course, I mean, she's amazing. Of course she's dating. Of course, she's got another guy. Of course, of course. And I, it's not a jealousy think, thing. It's not a jealousy thing at all because I want her to be happy. Yeah. I love her daughters. I like, I, there was, there was a part of me that was like, those are my girls. Like, what just happened? My world was mm-hmm. taken away, and you know, all my daughter and them were tight. Mm-hmm. Like, you get to the point as a man of like, and, and where I'm going with this is what I'm getting ready to say here is that you cannot help but look at yourself. You cannot see a woman like that go away and not look at yourself, or most people would be like, it ain't me. <laughs> It ain't me. I know who I am. You got to have a problem. You got to be eight. You know, you got to be batshit crazy because if you look at all women are crazy, they say, well, she wasn't yeah. maybe a little but I don't know about it. Everybody's crazy. In Everybody's way. a little bit crazy. Which is fine. It. It's yeah, fine. It's, God, it's oh, that heater feels good. Yeah. But, but <laughs> what I'm saying, Chase, is like my, your automatic assumption is hey, it's your loss. You hear that a lot, mm-hmm. but I have been looking at me like, where did I go wrong? What could I have done different? Like, oh, in this example here. I could have reacted different. Yeah. I could have reacted, you know, like my reaction isn't always the best, whether it's stress or whether it's, you know, it's just learning how to, how to coincide with somebody. Mm -hmm. And what you said is like the patience that a dog teaches you is that I felt myself being a lot more patient. And then in slight instances, I'd be like, oh shit, that's not the right way to treat her. Right. That's not. And so like when she's, when she's accepting that she's like forgiving. It's almost like it happened enough to where at the end she was like, there's no going back and you can't all that caught up with me now. You know what I'm saying to where a lot of women do that to where the guy might not be acting right, not be acting right. Thank you for the forgiveness. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then when they're done, they're done. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever thought about that? Like that, like the the chances they give us throughout the course of the relationship. Yeah. Sometimes
1: it's too much. It's too much. And then at the end, they're just like, dude, I I gave you all these chances. Yeah.
0: My, my givea, you know what, is being, busted.
1: I'm, I'm, it's busted, right? Give a damn, it's busted. Um, yeah. I mean, at some point, you just got to take the L. I mean, and I'm not saying in your scenario. I'm saying in any scenario that's like that, like, some point, damn. All right. Well, I'm going to learn from that one because it just cost me everything. Right. Um, now I got to learn that I, I took it too far and I'm not going to do that again, ever again. I'm not going to, I'm not because, because it just put me in a, terrible terrible place and it made me lose something that i absolutely love that doesn't always mean that you're going to get them back and guys are so consistent so persistent they're like no i got this i got this i'm gonna get her back <laughs> love is free will right there like you, you can't force it can't they got free will to to love you or not love you and if they don't they're gone and I'm not saying she is. I don't know.
0: Oh, I know. I'm not saying that I'm worried that you
1: say that. I've accepted that. Yeah. And that was a hard, that was hard for me to do, dude. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, so effing hard. And it wasn't like I was like flying to Georgia and knocking on her door. I'm not a psycho. I'm not going to go, hey, what's up, man? Hey, can we talk? Does I, drive just happen, crazy a I just happened to be in the area. Oh, really? You drove three hours north of Atlanta. Yeah. You just happened <laughs> to be here. No, it drives you crazy. But I'm not going to be that guy that. I guess my ego doesn't tell me like, dude, if she sees me, I got her like it's not the case. It was almost like it took away my confidence to even be in the same room as her. Like if I saw her now, I'd be like, oh my God, that was everything. And now I don't even have the balls to be around her. That's how I am now. Like I'm covering my tracks and I'm mapping my future to not be around her. Isn't that sound nuts? Like I'm very confident, but now I'm mapping my future. To not see her and we're supposed to be in the same room coming up yeah. at, at different events and things. And now I'm mapping those events of like, I don't think I could handle it.
1: That's because you're, that's, I mean, that, and you'd admit this, you're not over. Um, Once you get to a place where you can go into that room and just be like, you know what? It's all good. I'm going to see her. No problem. I mean, that's just, I, you either, you have to get to that place no matter what, in my opinion. Because uh, if you're not in that place, you're just waiting on her and you could be waiting on a train that ain't coming, you know? So do you think that part
0: of your dating cycle and I know you're got to feel your heart fall out of your chest, but do you think that you have enough confidence that that you're that you could eliminate the possibility of that happening? There's always the chance that heartbreak can happen again. Mm-hmm. But is the reason why you're single is because you're afraid of heartbreak? No, not at all. No. You're not afraid to face heartbreak because it could happen when mm-hmm. you feel that feeling. You're not afraid of that.
1: You can't go into it afraid, I nah, guess. Yeah, No, I'm not afraid of that. Uh, I hope it doesn't happen. But the reason I'm single is because I know that I need to be. It, it, honestly, I don't even know that I need to be single anymore. Like I'm getting to a place where I'm like, you know what? I could do that. I could go down that road, but it has to be under these stipulations. of, And that's what I've made the agreement between me and God. And if I'm wrong on that, God, then change it. But this is where how I'm old at. You, How old are you? 37. How
0: old does a girl have to be to date Chase Rice? Do you date up ever? Would you consider dating a 45-year-old right now?
1: No, because I want kids.
0: So then right now you're at 37. You need to find a girl that's somewhere around. That I mean, you can
1: have. I, I want they, kids. They
0: say that by 35, your chances go. I'm not saying you can't have healthy no. kids, but they say. So, I mean, is, is your time clock ticking to find that girl in your age range? Because you're not going to go out
1: and, and no. marry a 22-year-old, are you? No. No. I've gone out have dated 22-year-olds. <laughs> and, <laughs> Conversation and was pretty I, good. Uh, you grow over time with them. Uh, there's, I think my last two exes, when I met them, they were 22 or 23. And that was years ago, though um and uh it, it, to me you're just not in a place and i'm not going to say that everybody's not there's some old souls out there but there's a there's a, a limit to the how young you are too it's like you know what i don't i know what world you're in not a world i'm stepping in <laughs> right. i might come party with you I, I, i'll do that yeah but i am not going down Chase, that serious you road on you.
0: lower broadway tonight i want you, to yeah. Yeah, you- yeah
1: sure <laughs> but we probably are it's gonna it's not going to last after tonight. Yeah. And like I said, you can have friends that you turn into, whether they're hookup partners, genuine friends that you just become friends with. That's all great. I've met a lot of awesome women on the road. I've met a lot of awesome women in Nashville that you actually do become friends with, some of you don't talk to again. Um, and that's just being straight up and honest. that's I've gone down all those roads. Um, a 22 year- old dating. Probably not gonna so
0: happen. with that scenario there, because you're single, I mean, mm-hmm. who's gonna make Chase Rice's heart jump out and go down this road? And he wants somebody that's still in their child rearing you, ears. And you talk to God, you're not a Bible thumper. You're not gonna hit me over the head with the Bible. I don't know if that was degrading. If it is, I'm sorry. I don't like the word Bible <laughs> thumper. I apologize. Um, You love your niece and nephew. You and then we talked about the patience you learned from this black lab named Jack. But then. Your new album cover has somebody very special mm-hmm. on it. I've loved the picture of Pops and the vest and the mm-hmm. Stetson. We even worked with Dustin Noblin and the folks at Stetson resist all to get a hat like this. Never did it. My dad's up there, too. I talked to him as much as I talked to God and Jesus. Um, Here's what I th- came to the conclusion the other day of. And I want to go into the end of our podcast because I know I, we want to announce the new album and the tour and all that, which is very minimal in what you are as a man, even though this album's awesome. Congratulations. But how much does your dad's influence up there in your decision-making process go? Because you've made some bad decisions with girls. You've made some bad decisions on an all night bender, a three week bender. Mm -hmm. All of us have. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think about what dad's doing? Is he judging you? Is he, is he swatting your ass with a belt? Is he, are you talking to him like pops? I need some freaking clarity here because here's the deal, Chase. When my dad died, when I was 31, I wasn't ready to lose my leader. Mm-hmm. I was never going to be ready for that. I never had a grandpa. My first grandpa died in 1976. My second one died in 83. Okay. I was a very young man. I never had a grandpa. I'm jealous and mm-hmm. envious of people that get to go fishing with their grandpa. Yeah. When I see these multi-generational pictures with grandpa, dad, and the daughter daughter, son, I'm just like, oh my God, that would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I'm always talking to dad, like, dad, what do I do here? because I wasn't done learning as a man. I feel that we've been slighted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that I hold it against anybody, but I was slighted in my my ability to learn and have a leader losing my grandpas and losing my dad so early that where I'm now, I'm like, what am I just supposed to be the leader now? Am I supposed to take care of mom and my brothers and know how to date and know how to treat a daughter and know how to dad,
1: you weren't done teaching me. Do you ever think like that? You ain't your mom. You ain't your mom or your brother's dad, right? There's no way you can take over that role. Um, I I try to not even look to my dad for advice, you know, even though he's gone. Like, nah, that's I think he'd be more proud. He'd say, Don't come to me. Go to God. Go talk to him. Go to to the men that he's put in your life. Last night we had six guys in this airstream jamming to music. Guys were playing cards. We were talking about um we're just telling stories and stuff. It was just a blast. We had an awesome time. This thing was open. We were grilling. That to me was one instance, even on this trip alone, where I was like, I don't do this enough. I don't have good men around me and go grill with them and talk to them and be vulnerable with other men to where they know your struggles to where they don't look at you. And they're like, you know what? He goes and gets all them women. Hell yeah. You're the man. Let's go. You're awesome. Like I have other friends who would look at me and say, you're being a fucking idiot. That's awesome. You sit here and tell me that, you want this in life yet? You're going and doing that ain't going to work. And I have those men in my life. Um, that to me is more important than trying to look at my dad. I never got to be friends with my dad. He's always going to be my dad in my mind. Um, and I, he taught me more in 22 years than most kids ever get in a lifetime. So I'm grateful for that. Um, but there's always going to be a part that I never got from him, which is okay. Okay. Well, he's not here anymore. I'm not going to be able to get it from him. Who's other people in my life that I can go get that from the, the leadership, the guidance, the good influence from men in my life that can, help me become the man that I want to be. That to me is more important than, and, and then on top of that, all right, God, I'm here again today. I know I screwed up last night. How do we move forward? That's and,
0: why relationships with guys that I've seen come into your life, whether it's uncle Carl, less who's 83 this month, less, less is awesome. You know, Mr. Russ at the law dog lodge is uh-huh. in his eighties. who's a big fan of what you do and rolls out the red carpet for us. guys like
1: Casey. Yeah. Who has a life that I'm longing for. Um, He's a great influence. So on you're me. not
0: the egotistical, arrogant asshole that people have said to me. Like, dude, Chase is out there. <laughs> where I'm not. You are literally sitting here willing to learn from somebody like Casey or less, and that shows you that you don't think you know everything. Like, God, no. It's a crazy. It's a crazy thing to think about from looking from the outsider's in, because. And again, this has a lot to do with social media because everybody's living their best life. Everybody's so happy. Everybody is like, hey, look at Chase and his dog. Well, you don't know that Chase was just in a room thinking about like, man, where am I at? Like, like that's what I love about clarity and validity is like, how do you really get past this breakup? How do you learn to be better during that? Like the last thing you ever imagine is not fighting for her instead of going and working on yourself. That's like the easiest thing in the world, but it takes you decades to fucking learn it. It takes decades for me to go, wait a minute. I lost that girl for a reason. I should have been working on myself the whole time. And not until this breakup, not even my marriage and my divorce did I learn that. Wow. It took me into my mid forties to learn that, dude breakups are for you to go work on yourself yeah. not to try to run them down and figure out how to get them back
1: yeah i mean that's just can, gonna push
0: them away more it's gonna
1: push them away more for sure that's crazy i to had me. that happen with two different girls and like when you're in that you're you're like i'm not like you said her like i'm not even fucking being myself right now who is this dickhead that just showed up i don't want anything to do with them and i just recently had it happen again like i said where met someone where i was like hey old friend like i, I hadn't felt that in a minute damn I knew it was a bad idea. The difference was it took me two days to sit back and say, you know what? It was a bad idea. She just proved it was a bad idea. Cool. Peace. You're out. As opposed to, you know what? No, no, no. She's still, it, it could still be cool. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's okay. No problem that you did that. You want to get dinner tonight? Fuck that. You cross the line, you're out. And, I, and there's... There's lines that you can't cross. And she did Um, instead of me going down the roads that I used to go down where they crossed those same lines back in the day. But you know what? It's okay. I'm still going to come down to Atlanta and see you like, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, I'm here. Oh, no, you're busy. Okay, Like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Stop chasing her. And I'm talking to myself right now, like, if you don't want it, it's going to fucking suck and it's going to hurt the hell out of me. But I'm letting you go. Go Gone. Yeah. And and then then there's the thing it can come back, but then you got to figure out did she just come back because I she saw that I was moving on because that's the case. That's toxic as hell.
0: So the breakups, the becoming a better man and working on yourself, Jack, the black lab, your dad, um, darkness, loneliness, chasing alcohol, chasing drugs, chasing women, um, benders, everything we've covered in the last 60 minutes. How much of this went into the songwriting for the new album? Are you a personal songwriter? Bench Seat has made more people cry in America than freaking any sadness has in the last two, two weeks. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking grown men in their 40s are calling me, going, dude, don't watch that if you're not ready to cry. Yeah. Casey being one of them. Just yeah. him and his wife were bawling. Yeah. He's like, dude, just be prepared, right? And I bawled too. Um, how much of everything that we just covered goes into a Chase Rice songwriting session, whether it's a co-write or a single write? What do you call it? A solo write? What can we
1: expect to hear about all of this in the new record? Not specifically. Like I'm not singing about a breakup. Right. uh, But But it's been inspirational and influential. Yeah, influential for sure. Um, Losing my dad. I I lost my dad. I dealt with a lot of losing my dad in this record, even though there's only one one line in Life Part 11. Losing dad can make it pretty tough. And there's a hidden track called for a day that I actually sang at the Opry. Um, That's the only thing where I address my dad, but my dad's on the cover because these songs represent a lot of healing that I did on this record through losing my dad. These songs also represent what he was about. Um, But I can't live in my dad's shadows forever. He was a great man. And I hope that I'm the dad that he was one day. I hope that I'm the husband that he was. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that in some ways I could be a better husband than he was because my mom never got enough attention she she was she was on the back burner behind us it's like you can't do that either like and i've learned that through him and through talking to my mom even after he's gone like you got to put your wife even before your kids in my opinion which is
0: another reason i lost Ann. and i'm not trying to go back to but you just brought up another unbelievable point about how we don't other things become the priority when they what the what are we thinking as men yeah like they have to be the priority
1: They have to be be. and then your kids are going to see that. Yes. Like I never I know my mom and dad loved each other to death. I know he loved her. But looking back, he would even admit, guarantee it. Damn, I should have been there for mom more
0: baseball, football. Mom wants to tell you, hey, guys, my mom's a nurse practitioner. Hey, guys, at the hospital day, we'd be like, hey, dad, what was that? You were saying about the home run, the long ball. I look back on the same way, Chase, like fucking poor
1: mom. Yep. poor Poor. mom. I have a song called Sorry, Mama. And that (laughs) one's actually in a more of a lighthearted way. But it's true like she she went through hell and i think she'd be proud to hear that like and we didn't damn even rec- right I we did. didn't even Thanks recognize it and it. we
0: didn't even recognize it back then
1: yeah but she could you knows imagine now- how
0: healthier my mom would be yeah. if we had recognized it earlier
1: yeah 100% and i w- we would have been there for more um my brothers and i are there for now but there's stuff she's missing in life i guarantee it um because he he could he probably should have been there for more instead of putting us first all the time cuz you can do both um and some people might disagree with what i just said but in my experience that's that's real
0: well we lose our individuality all the time you you hinted at it that you meet somebody or you have kids you still are put on this earth to do chase rice mm. or chad belding or whoever like you gotta love you gotta raise you gotta discipline but you can't quit being you it's not like i've seen guys in my circle that everything is re- revolved around that kid. And I'm like, what about your life? Mm-hmm. What about our hangouts? What about our cookouts? We're still supposed to be boys. Mm-hmm. Well, I got practice tonight. You don't watch practice. Let the coach practice. Let yeah. the coach coach, right? Like that's what I want to say. But then I'm like, well, maybe they want to be a better dad than their dad was. Yeah. Stuff like that. Overcompensating
1: you just, for you, something. Yeah, they
0: overcompensating. Have. You just never know what shoes they're walking in. Right. So you, the best thing to do is shut up and work on yourself. Absolutely. Stay in your
1: lane. Absolutely. I'm not going to sit here and tell somebody, dude, you go to, you go to your kids' games all the time. Miss one for like no, nah, if that's what you're doing, that's do yeah, it. And I've had I've battled with that too. Yeah, my dad never missed games, and I really appreciate the mom. hell out of that. But now looking back, I'm like, maybe he should have. Maybe should have took mom to dinner. Maybe he dad. should have had mom to dinner that night. Um, and and uh, that's just shit you figure out along the way, and and you see how some people do it that you love. Okay, I want to do more of that. And then you see how it was done with you, or how other people are doing. And be like, no, nah, I don't want okay i want to learn from that i don't want to go down that road it's just part of life and learning and none of us are going to fucking get it right no. but the best thing is that you can you get up the next day and you fucking just try to be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be and that takes a lot of work sometimes
0: it takes a lot of work i'm not saying that i need to go sit in a tony robbins seminar because i'm pretty <laughs> self-driven but it is so true about this the process of becoming a better version of yourself not just I don't want abs, even though they'd be nice, but I want to be healthy. (laughs) I want to work out. I want to have good clarity in my mind. Mm -hmm. I want to balance because I do drink some Jack Daniels. So I am going to work harder in the gym. Mm -hmm. I don't want to die at 54. Like my dad did of a heart attack. I want to live until I'm 90. As long as my mind's there, because I'm influenced by less. He's still hunting hard at 83. Like life is so precious and to learn, to keep learning like you're doing, and then to be able to share a project like this. And we don't even talk about the album much, but I hate cowboys and all dogs go to hell mm-hmm. is releasing.
1: Yeah, the tour's T- kicking off tomorrow
0: night. Is it Wednesday?
1: Yeah, so it's coming out tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, tomorrow night Thursday. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Midnight tomorrow central.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, somewhere around there. It Your dad's on the better. cover.
0: You will have vinyls of it. This is going to be a, this is going to be a great listen for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to bring some clarity of like. There's so much in a songwriter's mind that goes into these albums to where when I look back at some of my favorite songs of all time, like Sweet Child of Mine, like I've studied what was going through Axel and Slash's mind when Aaron Everly, Don Everly from the Everly Brothers' daughter, and Axel broke up, mm-hmm. but how he was feeling about her when he wrote the one of the biggest smash ballads in the history of rock and roll. It yeah. was written about a girlfriend that he ended up breaking up with. And yeah. she was sweet child of mine. So I'm like, God. And I've listened to his interviews of like how he wrote it. And it's so It's so interesting to know what you do because songwriting is a gem. It is such a talent I wish I had because to do with that and to write bridges and to write all the hooks and all that, I get all the mechanics of it, even though I don't know all about it, but the influence, man, I want people to understand that, dude, you might be writing when you're depressed, you might be stoned, you might be happy, you might be buzzed, you might be Mm -hmm. just getting back from the gym, whatever. Yeah, like that, you're writing in all kinds of different mindsets and
1: this album shows it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's times when I wrote Ben Seed, I was like, I wasn't in a dark place, but I went into those dark places to, to get the song and it wasn't hard. It was like, damn, this is my life too. Um, life part of living. I was in a happy place. It was like, man, this loves where you find the life part of living. What does that mean for me? All these different examples. Um, bad day to be a cold beer. We were in Montana drinking fucking beer and had a fucking awesome day. Um, there's so many different emotions they go into this album that Oklahoma, it's about our trip last year in oh my Oklahoma. And we were down in Alabama writing this song with guys that did not experience that, but I told them the stories of it and they were like, hell yeah, that's sick. Let's write it this way. And we did. Um, I was stoned writing that, but it took me back to that place in a happy way. Um, so yeah, there's so many different emotions on this record. A lot of what we've talked about have, have, are in this record, the feelings, the, the happiness, the sadness, the darkness, the light. It's all over the place. Is it your most complex graduated piece of work today? Oh, it's not, even close. not like even close. Nothing even touches you, it. You
0: just keep growing as a musician, as a songwriter, because of your personal yeah. struggles, your personal bests, your personal yeah. everything that you're going through in life. It can, keeps completing you, not just as a man, yeah. but as a songwriter. Yeah,
1: you never get there. But I can say for a fact from Ignite the Night, which was my first big, big album. Uh, then it was Lambs and Lions. Then it was the album uh i can like i can look at those and be like damn it okay that was solid i can beat it i don't know if i'll ever beat this album and i'm not gonna try i'm gonna definitely use the same process and the way that i wrote the songs and oscar producing but i don't know if i'll ever top this album it's that fucking good what's the first single um have you decided uh, yet? it's way on yonder right now um, so that was that was the first thing about this. Yeah, and it was just so different that it was like, okay, we don't want a ballad. We don't want to start this thing out with a, a bench seat or something like that. Key West in Colorado. As much as I love that song, it kind of sounds similar. It at least has hints of what I've done before. Way down is like, whoa, where the fuck did that come from? I love that song. Um, and at live, we really, really wanted to hammer down on like, hey, this is a you're coming to our show. It's going to be different than you've ever seen before. It's going to have more ballads. It's going to have more truth and realness to it. But we're also going to throw way down yonder in your face, and there's still a damn good time you're going to have. And we're going to smash beer cans over my head when I'm singing bad day to be a cold beer. Um, Friday is going to be a terrible day to be a cold beer. Of course, Banquet specific, because I'm going to the course Banquet place in Golden, Colorado brewery. They're going to have, I think they said, I don't know if they're going to do it still like my dad's picture on one of the pillars while he's double and cores in the same grain silo that it was made in years ago. Um, there's a lot of dreams come true that I didn't even know were dreams on this album. Uh, Jack's on the back of the vinyl. Oh Um, man, I can't wait to get one good for you. It's just really, really good. And it's the best thing that I could possibly do. Like it was the best that I could do last year when we recorded it, when we wrote the songs. Um, it's the first time in my career I'm not chasing nothing. It ain't Zach Bryan, who's the most popular guy in music right now. Morgan Wallen, same thing, and one of the most popular guys in music right now. It ain't Hardy over here, who's clearly creating his own lane that's fucking awesome. Great it ain't writers. Riley, who's does more acoustic stuff, and I think that's what he's best at. And it's It's so damn good, and you believe him when he's singing. This is me. It's my record, and it's the best that I could possibly do right now. And it's awesome.
0: Congrats, bro. Thank you. Keep keep that in mind, um, I guess, to the audience. Just just keep that in mind of what people are going through, because like when I sat down with you today, I didn't have any intentions of bringing Anna
1: up. But then yeah, as, as just we happened. kept
0: talking, I was just like, wait, dude, this is what I need to hear.
1: Yeah. And maybe and I thought I'd be the last person to give advice on that. And I'm not I don't try to give advice on it. Because I know I'm clearly not an expert. If you want to fuck it up, come talk to me. <laughs> um, There's a song. Uh, <laughs> but I just try to speak my, you know, with my experiences. And no, it was great. You can for learn me to hear. from it. That's great.
0: It was great for me to hear. That's Chase Rice. This life ain't for everybody. Jack Daniels. Thank you. Enjoy it responsibly. Never oh allow God. underage drinking. That small batch Koi Hills. Yeah, this is about. I'm about, about to take a
1: hundred dollars worth of sip. I'll
0: share one with you.
1: That bottle's going for $1,100 online. God, that is so damn good. That would light up a fire, I guarantee you throw it in. What's the proof? $154. Yeah, that would light up. Quick. Mm.
0: I hate cowboys and all dogs go to hell. The new Chase Rice album. Get it, stream it, buy it, support these artists. This is his best work of art, body of work to date. I'm proud to call him a friend. We're going to get back to the snow You can hear. His Airstream is getting pounded by rain right now. Yeah. That's why we're not in the pit right now. We weren't about to get that wet. Snow geese weren't going to fly. But we had therapy this morning. We had therapy. It's man, been good, huh? It's great. Thank man. you, Chase oh, this. Thank Thanks for you so
2: listening. And boots ain't made for cowboys, and Chevy don't make trucks. And foul ain't made for football, and dropping eight point bucks. Lynchburg ain't shipping and sippin', a cold beer don't help And I don't miss you, baby, and all dogs go to hell Everybody knows, girl, you're the one to blame I ain't gotta say I'm sorry, cause I wouldn't change a thing and then the boys are on the way to celebrate and paint this town. I ain't halfway across it, ain't halfway to your house. And boots ain't made for cowboys, and Chevy don't make trucks. And fall ain't made for football and dropping eight point bucks. But Lynchburg ain't shipping and sipping a cold beard on hill. I don't miss you, baby And all dogs go to hell And all dogs go to hell I swear I ain't on your front porch Ain't knocking on